Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, none of us lives for oneself and no one dies for oneself. For if we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For this is why Christ died and came to life, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. Why then do you judge your brother or sister? Or you, why do you look down on your brother or sister? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bend before me and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. The word of the Lord. I believe that I shall see the good things of the Lord in the land of the living. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my life's refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I may gaze on the loveliness of the Lord and contemplate his temple. I believe that I shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus addressed this parable to them. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy. And upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I lost. In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Milan, Italy had not had a bishop for 80 years when the priest, Charles Borromeo, was sent there by the Pope in the latter part of the 16th century, a century that saw Christendom shattered to pieces due to the Protestant Reformation. As a young priest, Charles brilliantly fulfilled administrative duties in Rome. As a leader of the Catholic Counter-Reformation, he oversaw the publishing of a new catechism, the institution of CCD, Sunday School, and the overhaul of seminaries. Milan was in a deplorable condition. Hardly anyone in the diocese understood the faith or religious practices. Priests did not know how to administer the sacraments. And many members of the clergy, quote, were lazy, ignorant, and debauched, while monasteries were full of disorder. 
But Charles courageously did his job and ushered in a painful but true reformation. One friend of his wrote, I've often wondered how it was that without any natural eloquence or anything attractive in his manner, he was able to work such changes in the hearts of his hearers. He spoke little, gravely, and in a voice hardly audible, but his words always had effect. People who need reformed are not usually looking for it. And they certainly do not want it imposed on them. You see, they are quite comfortable and happy with their soft, sensual, decadent lives. Barameo went on religious order visitations in regions abandoned by former archbishops. The regions were simply chaotic, and the clergy were more corrupt than the laity. Some of the orders he would visit would slam the door in his face. And then they'd go seek the secular authorities to protect them. In Barameo's time, the religious order known as the Humiliati had been reduced to a few members. It had veered far from its initial mission, just like so many religious orders in our own chaotic time. The Humiliati were wealthy owning almost as many monasteries as they did members. They had become totally degenerate and had no intention of submitting to Barameo's reforms. And so they tried everything they could, including complaining to the king and the pope about Barameo, but nothing worked. So they decided to kill him. One of the Humiliati themselves, a priest named Jerome Donati Farina, agreed to do the deed for 40 gold pieces, the money raised from selling ornaments from a church. While Barameo was in chapel kneeling at evening prayer, Farina, coward that he was, shot Barameo in the back and made his escape. Barameo thought he was dying, but he just suffered a bruise. You see, the bullet got hung up in the thick embroidered priest vestments Barameo was wearing and fell to the floor. Now, here we have another argument for beautiful, expensive vestments that honor Christ our King as opposed to the cheap, off-the-rack polyester vestments introduced in the 1970s, which, looking back, was really not a, a good decade for fashion anyway. Verena and his accomplices were discovered, and in spite of Barameo's plea for leniency, they were tortured and executed. The next year, Pope St. Pius V abolished the Order of Humiliati entirely. Butler's Lives of the Saints states of the great and holy churchmen who in the troubled days of the 16th century worked for a true and much needed reformation within the church and sought by the correction of real abuses and evil living to remove the basic excuses for the destructive and false reformation which was working such havoc in Europe. None was greater and holier than Cardinal Charles Barromeo. 